0: You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. For it has been reported to me about you, my brothers and sisters, by Chloe's people, that there are rivalries among you. So I know all of you want to know, who are Chloe's people? None of us know. We know Chloe existed and she was there, but I don't know Chloe's people. So I'm not worried about rivalries this morning. So we're going to skip the second reading because I know Paul hasn't gotten any reports from Chloe's people about us, you know, so we're good. As we begin this calendar year, we've been working through some general themes that we need to be reminded about particularly as we move forward just in a a short few weeks to Ash Wednesday. And so when we get to Ash Wednesday, we begin, obviously, Lent, and we hope a process of renewal, renewal and being rid of sin and being filled with God's grace. And so two weeks ago, we kind of unpacked, I I think, a curious phrase uh, from St. Paul saying that Uh, referring to the stewardship of grace, the stewardship of grace. And we don't really hear grace being referred to in a way that St. Paul refers to it often. But it is true, he refers to himself as him being given a stewardship of grace. And so have we, and so have we, you know, in our baptism, we've been given grace, the grace of discipleship. In receiving communion and in going to confession, we are given the grace of renewal each time that we do that, a renewal in Christ. But do we think of it as stewardship? Do we think of it as a gift to us of which we are to nurture and to cultivate and to cooperate, as the theologians would put it, in order to become more like Christ, to become better? Are we on it all the time that this gift of stewardship is something that we are going to be accountable for? That in the end, God is going to say, this is what I gave you, what did you do with it? And the gift of grace is something that is supposed to transform us, to change us. And so last week, we talked about a lot the responsorial song here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. But in those verses, two things that kind of stuck out were he puts a new song in our mouth. So we sing a new song and then we also have our ears opened to obedience. In other words, we're willing to be commanded by Christ. And so when we think of the grace that we've been given, we have a duty of stewardship. Is supposed to produce change and that's what repentance means, change. So we have to look and say, well, you know, am I changing? Do I desire to change? Do I want to cooperate? Do I see the things in my life where either I need to get rid of the sin? It's maybe nagging or something that's habitual or something that we had a fall and are we afraid to go to confession or whatever it may be? And are we willing to get better or is where we are just good enough. Are we okay where we are? God has, quote, blessed me in this world and I'm comfortable, so I'm just gonna keep things at the status quo. It's not rock the boat. And we can fall into that trap and that is actually what happened to the rich man who saw Lazarus at the door, huh? He was kind of oblivious to his surroundings and about how he was supposed to act. And helping that man, helping the poor man being able to eat, even just desiring the scraps off the table, huh? And so we get to this week, and, and the third element to put into that is we have been given grace, we have a duty of stewardship, it should change us, but what about the time for change? What about the time for change? Aren't we so good about saying, Well, I know I need to do this, but I can handle that tomorrow. You know, St. Augustine addressed this in his own life. And those of you who are familiar with St. Augustine, he certainly in his youth, you know, had what we would call an illicit lifestyle, an illicit lifestyle. I had a wonderful mother who prayed for him day and night, unceasingly, you know, and he eventually had his conversion and was able to straighten up But talked about a prayer that he made in one of his writings and to correct it, and it was, Dear Lord, please make me chaste, just not today. You know, and so we think of our willingness to address the issues that God has pointed out to us in our prayer, and are we willing to do that? In our gospel reading today, we hear the call of the apostles, the first four Peter and Andrew and James and John, they're working, they're fishing, but what's their response? They immediately got up and followed him. They immediately got up and followed him. And so we have to reflect on, okay, are we immediately responding to the grace that God has given us? Are we looking at really putting into action the changes that need to be made to put ourselves in a position to be better, to receive more grace? Because here's the deal, and I guess when you get to be my age, You, know, you recognize that time is finite. Time is a finite resource. We've only got so much. And so when we think of our beginning of our life, time begins to run out. We just don't notice it. And actually, for those who are younger, not to scare you, but it moves faster the older you get, it seems to me. But time is finite. And so when is the time? The time is now. The time is now. Because... In the end, we can kind of be what I'll call a fatalist, and that is, well, God hasn't really moved me to change. I know I need to be made, but, you know, the the grace isn't really working. If you know you need to make the change, the grace is there. And so we can kind of sit back and we have to remember that grace builds upon grace. And so you can't get to second base until you get to first. And sometimes, for many, we're, we feel like we're walking too slowly when God is really just bringing us along. But we have to take the step, or at least try to put ourselves in a position to be better in our prayer life, in our studies. You know, feeding our mind in Scripture. This is uh, Divine Word Sunday. We celebrate God's revelation in the Bible, and we ourselves can do things that we need to do: Bible studies. I said prayer groups, all of those things that we have here at St. Pius that are wonderful avenues of entry to learn more about God and thus learn more about his love and how we can respond to it and to do it well. But the time is now is the point that if God has given us the grace, and we are the stewards of that grace, and we need to change, we need to have a new song about the song of salvation that song of salvation means that this life is lived for the next, that we look at everything in this life with a supernatural perspective. Is it getting me to heaven or not? And if it's not getting me to heaven, then I need to be rid of it. If it's getting me to heaven, then I need to strengthen it. But we look at everything in that black and white, and then we do what we can do to cooperate with the grace that God has given us. Sometimes it's a struggle, sometimes it comes easy, but all of it is about how God is training us and bringing us to him if we allow him. And so I think today as we get ready for Lent in a month, it's a great time to be reflective about what we need to put away or what we need to add during Lent. What do we need to do better? What do we need to make sure that we don't do in the sense of sin? How are we gonna let God bring us to him by the gift of that grace and being stewards of it to actively engage and cooperate with what he has given to us. And in that, we can always have a successful Lent, by the way. To the extent we fail, we are humbled and we recognize, God's need. we recognize our need for God. To the extent that we're victorious, we give him the glory and we see the workings of grace in our life. But regardless, we're always engaged in the struggle. We're always engaged in the movement. We're dynamic, we're living, so is he living within us. Let's make sure that we let him give us the life that only he can give and give us the spirit and the new song that we need in order to know that we're on the path towards eternal life.